Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. on the axe oh, i did the yeah. i did the lighter man i loved That's, it uh, it really got it, me going do people do the lighters anymore i don't think they do i think it's just cell phones right I, sometimes I'll see uh, a percentage of cell phones and then a, a handful of lighters. Yeah, that's how you can really <laughs> tell the old people at the concert. Like, <laughs> it's like when you see the, the section of Bix just in the corner, it's like, hey, man, we still got it. We still got it. We still We're rocking. rock. Yeah. We put on Bing Gay for this. We're ready. Um, yeah, that is funny. I'm going to look now. I got to look for the guy with the lighter in the concert. I mean, you know, the, 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 you know, the cell phones, you know, it's so annoying when people are just like filming the concert. It's like, oh, it's yeah. like, don't you, the, the generation, I know a lot of them is here on Twitch, whatever the six people that watch us, but it's like, I, I don't understand not having a moment to just kind of like take in a concert with feeling like you have to like, record it and then put it up somewhere and then get hits off of it. Like you are, yeah. you enjoy it through that. Like somebody else like hitting the likes or whatever. It's just weird, man. I can't, I don't know. I think it's an organic, yeah. you're missing the organic experience, you know, because you're thinking about, you're like, I should be capturing this. This is content. Yeah. And when I'll do a little bit of it, I'll do a second of it. I'll just be like, yeah. but I'll see people doing like a whole song and like the whole concert. Ah. Like, it's like, come on, dude. But it's also like, nobody wants to watch that. They never look good. They never sound good. It's like <laughs> filming fireworks. Yeah. Well, I, we don't I, blame, need I blame YouTube. YouTube has made us think that things matter that don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, YouTube's been awesome. I mean, in a lot of ways, because well, it, it's like YouTube teaches me how to do stuff, things that my father should have taught me. You know what I mean? YouTube's a dad yeah. I should have had, you know, like <laughs> teaches me basic plumbing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how to like be your dad, throw football, you know, that <laughs> kind of called you dad. Yeah. You dad. There you go. Let's start it. I think we're onto something. <laughs> Let's get Jay. Jay can do that stuff. Let's do it. Whip up you dad. And then just, <laughs> but, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. No, it's no. like, because you're I, gonna have a kid soon, right? You got married. No, and well we're kid. not having kids. Dude, that's we have how a dog it works. And a oh, you say that you're totally gonna have a kid with long hair and a little oh, ukulele. No way. You're totally gonna have a kid. We don't. Why want would, kids. Then why would you get married besides health insurance if you're not gonna have a kid? <laughs> it was a lot to do with the health insurance, and we were already filing our taxes as married. Oh my god! So we're like, were you really? Well. You can't say yeah. that if you're you weren't married and you file as married. Well, that's you're illegal, allowed to dude. do that. You're allowed to do it in uh, Colorado. Uh, California oh. doesn't recognize it, uh, so we decided so common law, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. You can you can do that here, 
so when we decided to move, we're like, well, we should probably just, uh, since we're filing anyway, we might as well yeah. just go down to the courthouse. Yeah, it's so romantic. Yeah. <laughs> you look good, though. You look guys look good in your picture. All right. <laughs> Thank you. I think you should have another wedding so that we all get to, like, have a party and stuff so I can yeah, DJ. Yeah, we can have a party. We'll have a party. We'll yeah. do, uh, like, so I want to DJ your party. wedding. I want to DJ okay. your wedding. It'll be fun. I can slam it. I can slam yeah. it. I got in trouble one time. I, cause you know, I was a Mormon and I used to DJ the Mormon uh, dances and like, we'd have like these dances oh, and yeah. I got in trouble one time. Cause I was like <laughs> playing inappropriate music. Secular I played rape music. me. I played rape me uh, by Nirvana. Wow. And, then, and, I, and then I played uh, talk about sex. Like I got in so much nice. trouble. It was hilarious. It was just, I was on my way out anyway. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to play some shit. Some rebel Mormon. <laughs> I, exactly. I love that. Yeah. You know what I was going to say when you were talking about um, uh, YouTube and concerts? I used to go to concerts with a little tape recorder, with a oh cassette tape, God. and I'd have it in my pocket, and I would record every concert that I went to for like, I don't know, the first few years I went to concerts. Yeah, you are basically a episode of What's Happening, um, <laughs> where, where Rerun got caught by the Doobie Brothers because <laughs> he, he had a big ass tape recorder in, in his jacket. <laughs> and That's they like, it like fell out and then the, yeah. the Doobie Brothers like just reamed him for like 10 minutes <laughs> on how bootlegging is bad for the music industry and like the losing but I wouldn't upload it. There was nowhere to put it. You know, you just have the tape in a little, I had like a little no, drawer but, that had all these tapes. But your new nickname is rerun for the rest of your life. <laughs> this show refer to him as rerun, please. All right, let's bring in the other reruns. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Jeffrey Paul, Adam Holtz, everybody bring him in. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, that had to be the worst acting in that episode because oh. I, I don't know if it was like Skunk Baxter or Patrick Simmons. Like they were like, "Oh, rerun, you disappointed us," <laughs> <laughs> and that was like probably like the eighth take. That's pretty bad when you think the the acting was bad and it wasn't the cast of what's happening. So you re <laughs> you remember the what was like the killer line in that episode? What was when it? Du when Dwayne goes, "Which doobie you be?" Oh, oh my god. And for those out in Twitch land, there used to be a show called What's Happening. <laughs> I love that show. And there was a big guy in a beret. His name was Rerun. And he could he was a big boy, but he could dance. He could dance Fred real Barry. good. He danced like this. He did the rerun. He had his own dance, the rerun. And oh, uh, his dance was called that? I didn't the rerun, that. yeah. This, well, that's what it's called now. It's the rerun. He was almost as good as me. Oh my god! <laughs> Fantastic! Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can dance. You can't even cross the street without getting hit. So I don't think you can dance. You should have. There was a day. You should have moonwalked across the street and got a, You know. Anyway, sorry. Not to. You know. I'm sure you're gonna live. All right. So uh, we got random buys today. We do uh, stuff that people, you know, pick up at the record store. It was record store day a couple of weeks ago, and I'm always in a record store. As in one today. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Uh, Adam, what do you got for us? You, All right, so I got uh, I got some, but I'll let you go first because you're so excited. All right. <laughs> so I, I got um <laughs> I got an album we talked about. Uh, I guess like it was probably the beginning of the year. I know it's a artist that uh that Dustin, I don't think you really like too much, but uh the Bruce. weekend, no, oh, the, the weekend, week, the oh. weekend, uh, Dawn FM. He's looked better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Which that's uh, what happened to me after the pandemic. I got all gray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just from in that shit, bro. 
right. But uh, um, I picked up the new Arcade Fire album, uh, Wii. Oh, oh, cool. Okay. Right there, which is, right. I think it's a, oh, yeah, it's an indie exclusive white vinyl, too. Nice. I uh, a receipt with those albums? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have any Pat Adam. Adam steals no, no, they them. Had, he doesn't buy them. I, I almost bought it. They had uh they had five Pat Benatar albums for five dollars. Five dollars each or five, five dollars each though, but but five dollars uh, each. <laughs> and then they had the coaster edition. I mean, technically they call them CDs, but <laughs> right. And then I got um <laughs> you see. Oh, these are gonna be heavy yeah, how i haven't you got uh, dude jesus what are these oh my brother gave me these and, uh they're they're classical job, time Andy. life uh albums <laughs> this is uh this is the uh the opulent era uh, oh wow those are worth cash and uh what's that the, one the romantic era which is uh let's see is that it's, classical yeah chopin uh list, chopin. chopin list uh let me see what else uh mendelssohn schumann i doesn't have a doesn't have yeah, a we'll, listing we'll on do it. A but... classical, we'll do a classical episode because I love classical music. I listen to it all the time. Yeah. But I they, have uh, a few classical records that I got real cheap at the record store. So yeah, those that. are yeah. always in the bin outside. You can yeah. always get those for like a dollar. Yeah, well, they, they had a thing at this nice. record store where uh, you can't see what you're buying. It's just like in a, there's like oh, yeah. 10 records in a, in oh, a, in a bag. Brown bag like yeah. A brown, yeah. I used to so, do that with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they would just, <laughs> they just give me a bag of drugs. I had no yeah. idea what was in it, but I you know, had a good time. Had a good time. <laughs> back um, back when you could do drugs, you could still do drugs. You just gotta. It's more complicated. You gotta you get hit to by like, a car. You just gotta get by a car. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Le- you know, legal drugs. Gotta get those pills. Those pills. Uh, what do you got? You have something, Anthony, or no? Um, I I have one of the records I'm going to talk about. I have on. You bought. Vinyl. You just bought. Nice. <clears throat> Um, but, uh, so I was, uh, let's see, I got this record actually, um, a friend of mine is a producer. You think I know his name? His name's, uh, last name. I don't know. I made it through TJ's like a, a record producer, kind of sound engineer guy. This is a band. Um, I got this in Austin. It's, it's a new band. It's a 40 acre mule. This is good night and good luck. Uh, I've listened to it a little bit. Uh, it's very Chuck Berry. And uh, that's kind of like the, it's kind of the ghost of Chuck Berry almost when you listen to this. It's like very kind of like upbeat kind of guitar stuff. Uh, a little rockabilly, a little country. It's, uh, they're a Dallas band. Um, they're kind of on the rise. And, um, you know, it's got a lot of, it's got some sax in it and some piano stuff. But it's, uh, you know, it's just good time music. I think Jeff would like this band. It's uh, you know very upbeat rock and roll kind of like kind of like a, I guess my version of that Southside Johnny's shit you were talking about like this is <laughs> this is like this is like the Texas version of that you know what I mean this kind of music so because I, I like that music if it leans a little more blues and like you know rock or whatever but that's I guess I don't know anyway good stuff and um was I didn't even know this existed. You know, this is the new Chris Stapleton album. And this is, it's kind of just a white kind of Beatles, white album kind of thing going on here. Yes, it uh, does. It's called Pretty Starting original. Over. Um, <laughs> what'd you say? Pretty original doing a white album. <laughs> well, he doesn't call it the white album. He just, it says there, it just has like a little thing. It says Starting Over. And, um, you know, it's got a thing. That was you, a John Lennon song. Was it? Yeah. Starting over? Okay. May I get well maybe it's a tribute. I don't fucking know. I like Chris Stapleton. <laughs> he won a Grammy for it. Apparently, this album won Best Country Album of the Year. 
And wow. uh, I have those too. Yeah, but I have this is the only one I don't have. I have all his albums, and I just kind of saw this. And it's funny. Sometimes you get deals on records because of the damage. And this is like apparently somebody had cut through the box, and so that's why. Oh. <laughs> so this album was really cheap, and I was like, "Why is it cheap?" And then I came home, and I was like, "Oh, somebody sliced the." <laughs> But the record like, is fine, right? Yeah, the record's uh, great. The record's yeah, great. that's you, great. You can't, you can't hurt record. Yeah, I don't give a shit about what it looks like. Like I'm starting. Here's a here's a vinyl thing because I don't think we talk about the uh, art of collecting vinyl as much. But I have decided that I'm taking all my plastic sleeves off my albums. And I uh, there's a collector, actually, the collector that uh, produced this other album that I just told you about. Uh, he says he doesn't like uh, the plastic when he grabs the album, and also I don't like it either. It bunches up in your and your, mm-hmm. uh, you know, your stuff or whatever, your shelves, like it bunches up. It's hard to get them out. And I like this, the feel of cardstock. Like, I, I don't, you know, I hate it. I just, I don't know. So I'm taking all it off. And maybe, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to get damaged because they're in a shelf. But anyway, personal choice. Oh, Live free, guys. Live free. Gonna, I'm not going to throw gonna them do? away. I'm going to keep them in case I want to. Okay. S- if I sell them, then I'll, you know, I'll do you it. Know, you're not, you're not taking my, my plastic if that's what you're hitting at. Well, if you were going to throw them away, I was going to say. I yes, I <laughs> See how you but are? I, so I opportunistic. don't. <laughs> I, uh, I like to keep the plastic on the records, but I don't have a case on my phone. Is that contradictory? That's, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony is a really weird guy. That's why I like him. If he wasn't weird, I wouldn't like him. So that's how it works. Uh, yeah, Anthony, that's weird because uh, you could probably drop a record and it'll be fine. But if you drop your phone, you'll probably break it. So you do the math. <laughs> oh, I'm worried about the be wrong a weird show. <laughs> Anthony, he's coming to L.A. Oh, well, get ready. Strap in, Dustin. Yeah. Here he comes. <laughs> <Picture buddies. laughs> Sorry, man, I'm on the road. All right, this is going to be great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, move back no. to New York. Yeah, yeah moving back. I'm moving back. <laughs> moving back to Queens. Move back to Queens. Here comes that. No, I'm excited for it. It's gonna be fun. All right, so we're gonna do a love hate thing. Um, I love this topic. Are you? Oh, good, good, good. Um, you know, I'll kick it off. Uh, that's okay with everybody. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so I will do uh my hate album, and uh, you know, we'll open with that. And uh, this album is um. It's really probably one of the most disappointing times of my life. And because I was a very young man. And uh, when I was a young man, eighth grade, I was the biggest Twisted Sister fan of all time. And Stay Hungry was one of those albums that, uh, you know, wasn't probably as good as You Can't Stop Rock and Roll, but the way it was marketed and the songs were very anthony me. And it was great for a seventh grader. Like, we were just like, oh, my gosh. You know, I think I remember I got in a fight with a bully and I won the fight. I think because I was humming, we're not going to take it in my head. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> those videos were on all the time. I Want to Rock was such a great album, uh, right. a great song on that album. And Stay Hungry was fantastic. And I remember, um, you know, I had this problem in junior high and uh, I got caught with booze because that's what Ooh. early addicts do. Uh, I believe it was uh, Barlow and James Wine Coolers. And we were oh, at nice. a uh, <laughs> school dance and I got caught with these things. And so I had to be my mom had to take me to I had to go to this like three-week detention thing where my mom had to pick me up and take me there. I couldn't get a ride from friends. It had to be a uh, parent pick you up. 
And so I went to this depressing thing and you couldn't talk to anybody in the class. You had to do your homework, whatever. And I remember my mother picked me up one time. She had McDonald's, which is that's the kind of mom she was. She was on point. And then she bought me the new CD and I was so excited. Twisted Sister, Come Out and Play. And I was so excited to hear this album. And I was, I remember, and I was so depressed. And then when she put the uh, CD in, it really made everything worse. And I felt like it was, she was trying to be like, yay, here's your CD. And I've hated this album since the beginning of time. Ever since I've heard this album, I want to kill Twisted Sister. I believe it's the downfall of Twisted Sister. I feel like it ruined everything that they were kind of on their way to. I know they were a cheesy rock band, but they did have some talent. But the problem with this with this album is just was all over the place. Um, they tried to do too many things. Um, come out and play, which is a great reference to the war, Warriors movie. And they open like that, you know, Twisted Sister, come out and play. Yeah. You know, they try to do the whole come out and play thing. It's kind of interesting. I liked it. And then they do the Shangri-La cover, Leader of the Pack or something. And it's just the oh, cheesiest no. Leader oh, of the Pack. It is just awful. And it's just, it, and it's the first single they released and so it's like there's a couple of songs that are okay on this album i actually don't have the list in front of me um but i know um you guys uh, i know uh jeff knows all the songs but anyway and so and then there's like four ballads on here and it's like you know it's like come on man it's like I, the price is a pretty good ballad and that's it nobody else nobody wants to hear a twisted Wait, sister the, pr the price isn't even on this one no no no. i know it's on an it's on the under the blade is that, it's, no, it's on. It's on. Uh, stay. Well, I think it is on. Under the blade is a phenomenal. Yeah, album. I think it's on under the yeah. blade. But anyway, it's like so. They. But that's it. That's nobody wants to hear anymore. And and so this has like four on it. The bonus track is also a ballad, and uh, <sighs> it's just really bad. And then you see parts of a band trying to do something they're not capable of doing, and uh, that's what happens. Is but you can tell they're trying to do some Black Sabbath thing, you know, they're trying to do some other stuff, and it's just not working. And this album just breaks my heart because it's just terrible. Um, I tried to listen to it again, and it just really got me as depressed as I was when I was in seventh grade. And you got to understand, <laughs> I had Twisted Sister all over my walls. My, my entire wall was covered with D. Snyder. He was my hero. You know, he fought for censorship. Like, everything was great. But this album just cut that off, and it ruined the band. They were never, never able to come back from this. This album ruined everything. Um, I think it was overproduced. It was like... They relied on their image and stay hungry and the video market. And it just it just didn't work because every song on this is trash. And then it kind of revealed <laughs> that it's like they just they aren't they weren't that good in the first place. And they got lucky. You know, I mean, I think you can't stop rock and roll is is where they should have. That's where they should have been headed instead. You know, stay hungry was good. But I felt like they, you know, instead of retreating back to being a better band, they just became a worse band because they got caught up in like videos and all that stuff. So that's my hate is the Twisted Sister come out and play. If you ever see one, buy it and send it to me so I can burn it. And, um, <laughs> I would love to do that. I would love to burn that album on on camera. So that's my Twisted Sister album. Uh, Jeff, how do, you, how do you feel about the come out and play? Oh, man, I can <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Tom because I hate it. You are so right. I mean, yeah. it is Billy Squire-esque. 
Okay. But I like Billy Squire. Billy Squire had a first good album. He had a couple of good albums. But once he came out with that video, that's what I think this album was. Yeah. It was was. Lock Me Tonight of Albums. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So I just wanted to go look at the tracks on the album. Yes. And another one that cringed, cringe, I hate is Be Cruel to Your School. Yes. Yes. That was terrible. But think about it. They were heavy. they were a rock and roll band. They were on par with with uh, Motley Crue. They yeah. were one of the biggest yeah. bands. And then you come up with Leader of the Pack as your first single. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, how how Who decided on that? It was terrible. It, oh my god, I forgot about they this. Did. I they want to forget about it. it. Yeah, they that wasn't like the record label no, pushed them no, to. No, no, what happens? I think. Well, the first album, I think the record label had some had some input. I think, but then I think when it's successful, I think the band has more control. Oh, right, I, Jeff? I, so they're like, like guys, we, finally, we get to release our cover of Leader of the Pack. No, Dustin, now I the knew, record label is um, not going to be. Meddling. I was friendly with AJ Pirro. Yeah, he was the drummer in the band. Yeah. Um, he, actually, I have his picture hanging behind me. And um, the the thing with this album, this album was rushed. Uh, they were trying yeah. to capitalize on the videos and the, and how hot Chris's sister was. Mm-hmm. So they put this album out. So when you said it's a mixture of everything, they're trying to do everything but accomplish nothing. That's yeah. exactly what it was. They yeah. rushed the album. They didn't get a chance to write it the way they got to write uh, "Stay Hungry." And oh, this is was was the outcome of it. This you know they if they let him take that time, they probably would have put out with a better record. But I, I you're a hundred percent right when you said this led to the downfall of the band. One thousand percent right. Yeah, it's, it's really sad to see because I think they they had some talent and you know they had a good fan base and they just kind of blew oh, it. Yeah, they just blew it. So what we'll do is we'll do everybody's hate and then at the end we'll do everybody's love. That way it'll that'll be a nice way to do it. So Jeff, what is okay. your hate album? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, I, well, I, I like this this topic a lot, but but I took it as a little bit different. I, what you were going All for, right. I thought it was something that that well, I guess maybe like set back the band. And you yeah, know, that's how so, I presented it early, and then I thought it would be funnier if we did the hate. But it's it, it's well, the same oh, thing. Set back the band. I thought it was something that set back music. Yeah. in yeah, general. So, well, to me, me I mean, technically, music, if you have yeah. a soul, you would hate that. So, so. this is so what I picked was an album that I think hurt the band's rise even though they're still a big band um i picked the 2008 uh album guns and roses chinese democracy oh yeah Um, and to me this is not guns and roses i mean there is no slash um i think the problem with it is they took 15 years between albums to release uh this record and i think within 15 years people tend to move on um uh when it, it came out in 2008 but it was actually recorded in 1998 uh so it sounded dated when they released it um there is you know guns and roses you know the the uh sweet child o mine riff you know paradise city riff there's no gr- memorable guitar riffs there's no great hooks in this and it's not like they had bad musicians buckethead bumble 
foot are yeah. really good players amazing but they ju- this just was they just were not slash and izzy in guns and roses which is the heart of the band um the album received no they had well they had no real radio who is the label uh, on this the label yeah is it, uh, aren't they on I, was I, it I geffen, geffen still it was still geffen yeah. Yeah, because okay. they were con- contractually ob- obligated oh, okay. to put out the, the, the album as well. Um, but there was no real radio songs. Um, there was no real traction uh, to this. I mean, songs like Chinese Democracy, uh, Madagascar, nothing. There was no Paradise City. There was no November Rain. Um, you get the feeling um, they the band itself just didn't believe in it. Um, besides getting delayed, I don't know if you got you remember, like you kept waiting for this album to come out and oh, kept yeah. getting <laughs> delayed multiple time after multiple multiple times. When it did come out, um, there was no video. There was very uh, little promotion for it. There was no tour backing this up. Um, it just wasn't a good album. Then on top of it, you know, they were trying to do what other bands were doing, whereas like, you know, get exclusivities to selling only in one store and then the store would push it. But they picked the wrong store. They picked Best Buy, which was on its downfall. And <laughs> Best Buy never really even displayed the albums properly. So it didn't even sell well to a rabid uh, Guns N' Roses fan base. So when you talk about something that really pushed you back and made you disappointed, Chinese democracy is as, as, as disappointing a record that I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember just how excited we were, you know, just waiting for it to come out. But, you know, I, it's I hate to say it. I've said it before on the show. You know, they're a one album wonder. You know, it's like there's a couple of good songs beyond appetite, but not many, maybe four. You know, it's like maybe a couple. I mean, I just you don't like, like to use your uh, lose your illusions. It's so I think there's a few mm. songs on there, but I don't. Appetite for Destruction is a it's I think top ten rock album. Like it's a perfect album, but yeah. beyond that, I can't. I I can't. You know, I can't do Axel on a piano. You know what I mean? I'm. Just, <laughs> it's like I just. I, but you know, I'm not into that. And Slash without Slash, he's nothing, man. It's like Slash is so important in that band. It's and not he, Guns N' Roses. It's not Guns N' Roses because the soul of the who they are, they started out, they were friends, they were young together. Like, you take that away. I don't care how – I've seen Steve Vai go into bands and it doesn't work, and he's the greatest guitarist because they just don't have that thing. That's why, you know, I don't know, David Lee Roth's solo stuff could not match the early Van Halen stuff just because the oh, soul's yeah. not there, you know? It was I mean, close, though. The, it was uh, close. Was it eat, eat Him and Smile? Was that the first oh, one? Yeah, it's great. I, that one think, it comes, you think it's great on the Van Halen level? I don't think, I think it's it great on the Van Halen level. Yankee Rose, isn't Shy Boy? Half those songs are covers, and I don't think it's anywhere close to the Van Halen level. It's not. It's fun. It's David Lee Roth. He's a good time, and the music's pretty good. It's memorable, but it's nothing like Van Halen. Come on, dude. That's like once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> bands. You don't think so? I, no. I, mean, I, I think, so. I think you he came close. But I don't know. You think Sammy Hagar came close? Like, what do you? No. I mean, what's close? Like, I don't. I don't think it's close to what Van Halen did. There were different group. bands with Hagar. With Eddie Van Halen. Come on, dude. I, I well, that know. album sounds more like a Van Halen album than uh, Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. Okay. Well, I, I still. Uh, yeah, it does. But there's the, the covers. But there's though, some magic that's missing. He's, he's got some. He's got some leader of the pack energy in that album. <laughs> No, but I mean, he's just a gigolo everywhere <laughs> yeah. I go. Like, no, shut that, up, dude. I'm going to slap him when I hear that. Was that on Eat Him and Smile? <laughs> I don't think so. 
I don't think that was. I think that was on the next album. I don't care. It's yeah. all the same to me. Skyscraper was the next one. I'm Van Halen all day. First four albums. I love Van Halen. That's it. So. But uh, all right. So that's, you know, anything else on uh, the democracy? I, I used to kind of know um, uh, Bumblefoot, a band that I played drums in. He produced oh, the, cool. their album and he I think he played on one of the songs and we did a couple of shows with the Bumblefoot band and he would come on oh, and cool. play a couple of songs with us. Did you, did you make um, fun of how bad the album was? <laughs> uh, the, I don't think the album had come out yet oh, and okay. he wasn't even allowed to talk about it. He had something on his website about it and mm. they, uh, they sent him a cease and desist. Like they weren't even cool to him yeah. while he was, but he was, he, um, they wanted him so bad uh, he was getting paid uh, like a weekly salary, even when they weren't touring or rehearsing, just like yeah. a like a holding deal or something, just to be available. And he, and he was like one of the main producers, or like no, he, played well, he was one of the guitar, guitar players. But he oh, okay. he produced one of the he produced one of the albums of a band that I played drums. Oh, okay. But so but he was such a, okay. but it was such yeah. a mishmash of a band because you also had Buckethead who played on, yeah. and, and they're both really good in their own right. But the, it's just not Guns and Roses. No. And I think they went too far with the kind of virtuoso players. Like Slash is good, but Slash doesn't do what like Buckethead and Bumblefoot are doing. He doesn't do all that kind of crazy stuff. But he's still great in his own right. And a lot of it is feel. Oh, it doesn't need of... that crazy stuff. That's the no, problem. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's more yeah. tasteful. Yeah. You know, it's like, not just like all technique stuff. Yeah. Like oh, I don't think about yeah. it. If you took uh Ingve and put him in Guns N' Roses, that'd be an awful fit. It's but terrible. he's still a great player. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> Adam likes to sit on it. He likes to he likes to take it in a little before yeah. he responds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wasn't uh, yeah, Tommy Stinson was in Guns N' Roses at that time too, I think. <laughs> I think I think Capra was in there at some point. Um, <laughs> it was so they had a lot of people going in and out. Right. <laughs> they also had uh, Brain, the drummer. That he yeah. was in Primus for a little bit, and then he was in. But like I said, it doesn't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. This doesn't. It's I, uh, like a, doesn't have a soul. I actually own that album too on vinyl. On which vinyl. one? Chinese Democracy. Democracy. Oh my god! Yeah. Did you I make, got, a, uh, did you make was... a clock out of it? <laughs> Yeah, I got it as a Christmas gift. That with uh, um, <laughs> appetite for destruction. So, <laughs> oh, they get it too. There wow. Yeah. Oh, that's I didn't know they did. It had it on vinyl. That's crazy. But I bet that's I bet that's crushing on eBay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Best Buy had. I think maybe it was an exclusive yeah, no, it, it vinyl was, or something. It was Best Buy. Uh, okay. Yeah, that put it out. Uh, yeah, okay. I remember seeing it. I I didn't buy it. I don't even know if I've listened to that album all the way through. Guns it was so Roses. boring. Whatever I heard. Yeah, nobody wants to hear new stuff. I mean, they did a new new track with uh, with Slash with the the band that they're doing they have now, which is basically it's almost the original band. Yeah, it's a new Who's old, missing? Is it? And Duff is gone or is he? It's terrible. It's yeah. just like I, I didn't know what what it was. I couldn't tell what was going. on. I saw them do it over the summer. Yeah, it was very yeah. disappointing. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> which, which original yeah. guy are they missing? Uh, is he? Is he? Uh, uh, Stephen Adler. But uh, but yeah, I mean, so it's Duff and Slash. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I'm sure they're still good live. I mean, I saw them at the peak. I saw them in '89, so they was you know you're not gonna get much better than that. But so I'm kind of oh, glad yeah. I saw them then. I don't really want to see them, you know, just in their wheelchairs and shit. But 
and you know and just i don't know just just the amount of things that that the slash has going on with his face and his i, I don't his hair i don't know what's going on over there it's like, <laughs> what's, going on with, what's going on with his face <laughs> he's got a plastic surgery he's yeah, got like so. he's got like uh he's got <laughs> like uh beaded dread things i don't know what's going on it's, 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 it's a when mess does this happen you look at him. Google it. Google yeah. slash. I know, I sw- I slash looks him. weird, and I guarantee you some stuff will come. Saw him in August. He he looked like Slash. You look at no, you know, he, he did looked, not. He, he didn't look like, like a predator slash. for a while. He was like a beautiful twenty-year-old man when he was uh, uh, not when he was slash. twenty I'm years old. I'm talking about Axel. I'm talking about Axel. That's oh, what Axel. Axel. Yeah, Axel looks weird. Axel, yeah. not Slash. Slash. Yeah. Is oh, you were saying. You know, I was hearing it the right way. Yeah, yeah. I understood what you meant. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Slash is great. He's got the hat. He's fine. I'm talking about Axel. Axel looks weird. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, Slash looks almost the same. Yeah. Yeah. Axel looks like a grandmother. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, he looks awful. He looks like you know. You know. What he looks like he looks. He, it just looks weird. He's got the dread. The the, the corn rolls. He looks like that lady. Remember she pretended to be black and like it was a yes, big deal. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's that's who Rachel Dolces. Rachel Anyway. Not uh, a good comparison for a man. Yeah, you know, that's what every guy wants, every rocker. But he was a beautiful man. He was. He, he, he was. He was cool. He, had, he dated my favorite model, Stephanie Seymour. And then she was oh, great. She was great. Oh, she was gorgeous. in that video. She's in Playboy. For, uh, November good times. Good times, guys. Before everybody, uh, you, you could look at girls in magazines. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's go. Adam, what's what are you what are you hating on? Or so, setting back or whatever your angle is. I don't care what it is. Right, right. Um. Actually, my, my love and hate albums came about uh, a couple of weeks apart. They were released a couple of weeks apart back in uh, October okay. of 2000. So uh, this might be some uh, low-hanging fruit. This is a band that a lot of people hate. Uh, I think we touched upon them recently. Um, it is uh, Limp Biscuit, Chocolate Starfish, and the Hot Dog Flavored <laughs> oh. Water. <laughs> um, is that the one after? this? Their yeah, yes. it, it was okay. after. after. So, um, <laughs> so this was actually their third album. I... Uh, so when uh um it was three dollar bill and significant other came out when I was in college and I actually liked them I actually liked the significant other yeah um I went out and bought this album at Tower Records uh, when it came out and uh, it is um it, now this is the crazy thing when I was looking it up before it debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 sold over wow. a million copies. Jeez. Um, with uh, 400,000 of those being sold on the f- album's first day. Now, this is the largest first week sale debut for a rock album um, since, uh, Neil- uh, since the Nielsen Sound Scan began tracking sales in 91. I mean, the, the, uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, this was a really bad can album. you say yeah, the title is, again can you say the title again chocolate I love title. starfish and the hot dog flavored water so the actual the, the title <laughs> is uh, i was so, reading what uh west borland was saying about the title is that chocolate starfish is supposed to be fred durst um uh he everybody was calling him an asshole so he would just introduce himself as the chocolate starfish oh i got it um because your asshole looks yeah. like a starfish yep <laughs> he's a terrible person did you ever, did you guys see i think we talked about the Lollapalooza yeah, the, uh, uh, the uh woodstock, woodstock 99, 99. woodstock yep. 99 that's yeah, what it was yeah. woodstock 99 you watched, saw that I as well that. anthony mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean it was he doesn't like, look good in it he's entirely like, <laughs> yeah it's like crazy like people are just telling people to charge and stuff like it was just ridiculous 
He but, pretty uh, much single-handedly ruined uh, the entire <laughs> Woodstock <he> Festival. <laughs> that whole thing was a mess. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a weird time in music. I liked Limbisky when it came out. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, Nookie was fun. You know, they were kind of doing something a little, you know, between hip hop and some other stuff. Yeah. It was fun. You know, it was different kind of music. Got a little punk, a little hip hop. I liked it. And then it just, it was just that one song. And then it's like, then you got sick of him, and he was just like, and then the fact they were treating him like it was some sort of Bob Dylan of our generation. And you're like, okay, <laughs> guys, calm it down. Bob Dylan. But they were. They were giving him awards. Yeah. He was on he everything. Was. Hey, he was everywhere. He was everywhere. That dude was everywhere in the '90s, man. And it's like you know, just ugh, gross. Ugh. I mean, he had he had such poetic lyrics, like "Cause your mouth's writing checks that your ass can't cash." Nice. Yeah, fuck That's yeah. Like, <laughs> well, the the, the first Jeff song has the that album. tattoo. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> right here. The uh, uh, the, it, the, that was a bad album. Oh, it's just bad album. Uh, you know, this is the first time I listened to it in 20 years. I think since uh, or whenever since it came out, I, I'm already getting it. I think I listened to it once, and that was it. I just got rid of it. But uh, the first song on it, uh, the song "Hot Dog," he says the word "fuck" 46 times. <laughs> and he actually makes mention at the, at the end. He goes, "If I say fuck one more time, it'll be forty six times." Yeah, uh, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, that's just it's, hot. That's it's a something bad else. It is a bad some album. guys should think about suicide early in their career. <laughs> just, it'll make you better. Is, uh, it'll make you better than that extra album. <laughs> I, I saw somewhere they, uh, yeah, it said originally it was listed in the book a thousand and one albums you must hear before you die. Really? Why? Yeah. Just so you can realize what a bad album sounds right. like to appreciate other music. Yeah, I think that's. Is this good. one of those albums? You know how sometimes Pitchfork will change their review to be like they'll make it a perfect right. score because they were wrong. Is this one of those albums where maybe they were like, "This is going to be great," and then nope. now they're they've lowered it. It was never good. No, I don't think they no? ever. I don't think we they even reviewed it. Rolling Stone gave it three and a half stars too. <laughs> Out of ten, <laughs> out of fi- uh, five. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Still pretty bad. That's bad. We we oh, have picked that's... three really bad albums here. I got to say, I don't want to go back. I'm excited for Anthony's. I really hope it's yeah. better. I, I hope I, it's um, not controversial. I swear to God, if it's, if, if, if it's Scarecrow by John Mellencamp, <laughs> <laughs> that's too that's too obvious. I wanted yeah. to yeah, yeah. pick Anthony, something. Anthony's a misdirect guy. All right, so what do you got, buddy? All right, so mine is uh, is a, I don't know if the artwork's gonna come up. Mine is um, Kid Rock, Devil Without mm. a Cause, <laughs> <laughs> which I I bought when it came out when I yeah. was like I don't know eleven probably yeah. when they twelve. We made maybe. a lot of weird musical choices when we were eleven and twelve. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you know I was I was a kid so. And I was kind of at this time. I I was uh, I wasn't that much into Limp Biscuit, but I liked Corn, and I liked uh, Rage Against the Machine, and I liked some of the kind of some of the that kind of stuff that was happening. And then Kid Rock <laughs> came out, and you know I heard Ba with the Ba, and I, I'm only human. <laughs> oh, come on, that's such a great song. But hey, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff, the word great, you really throw that around a lot. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. At, um, at the time, rocket. I was, they sold me song. on it. You know, I was 11 years old. This, this was, this was uh, marketed to me, I think, directly. Uh, but I listened to this, I haven't listened to this in at least 20 years. 
and it is awful all the way through. The whole album is terrible. Um, <laughs> he's not a good rapper. He's he doesn't have anything to say. He's a cowboy. He's yeah. a cowboy. Oh yeah, he's one of those Detroit Baby. cowboys. <laughs> but even anything that he is saying, it's not even genuine because he's some rich kid who just, you know, he kind of bought his way into where where he was. So uh, even as as untalented as as he is, there's really no saving grace because he's he's not even being sincere in his art. And it's wow. when I was listening to this again, like there are moments where you can tell he's, he's going for like a rage against the machine kind of thing. They have like the Tom Morello esque guitar riff and like, he'll do a kind of scream and during his rap or whatever. Um, but it's sort of all over the place. You know, there's like, it, it feels like it also wants to be a, an album kind of like Beck's Odelay or like Paul's Boutique or something like that, um, but very unsuccessfully. Um, and uh, I I just hated it. Really, what it sounded like to me re-listening to it, I was like, this is like if um, the Bloodhound Gang was uh, not trying to be funny. <laughs> it's like if they, if they took themselves seriously, this is what they would sound like. There's even a song where Eminem does like a, a verse yeah. And yeah. they don't. He even ruins that because, like, the music kind of fades out or something during the. It's almost like he didn't want Eminem's part to sound too good. So oh, he's like, oh, "Can we have the drums kind of fade out?" And then it's just acapella, <laughs> and then it just ends. And then, like, that's what I, I do uh, when I'm on a comedy show and somebody's funnier <laughs> than me. I usually I usually lower their microphone, <laughs> and then I raise it up and I go on. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I pretty much all the way through. You know, it, it was like junk food. You know, I could see where the moments yeah. were. They're like, oh, okay, they put this in here because this was something that was happening at the time and they want to capitalize. But it's very insincere all the way through. And um, you can you can, <laughs> you can can see what they're going for. And I think it misses the mark from beginning wow, to end. Wow, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, Let me well go, Jeff. I know you want to go, yeah. Jeff. I know you're waiting to du- uh, jump in like double dutch. You but, know, um, he, <laughs> if he if Anthony was a lawyer... He presented a good case. He did. Right he did. No, it was, it was, it was um, very good. Um, I will say that um, as someone who dresses like Kid Rock, I will address <laughs> this. Um, yeah, when I was an active drug addict alcoholic, I loved this album. Um, I feel like it tapped into party mode. You know, this yeah. was like this was like I love. Obviously, the cowboy song is great. I love that little shrill crow number. You know, it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's a you know, I get a little sentimental about the X, you know, like oh, yeah, I get yeah. it. You know, everybody has that feeling. And so I get that. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, the bada bang thing that's a fun one to come out. I've, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, I've come out to it yeah. a few times on comedy shows. Yeah, that's a cool. song to start that album with. Yeah, I've come out to Cowboy a few times. Yeah. I've come yeah. out to Cowboy a few times. Um, I feel like this album is like 
you know, it, it is someone who's partying and somebody who's like, you know, you're not necessarily a music snob when you're kind of out there buying sure. kid rock music. <laughs> but, you know, and I, I don't think I bought it. I think uh, somebody had it in my apartment and I kind of got into it and stuff. And, you know, I do like that one song where um, I can't go out. What's that song? He's like, people fuck with me when he goes out and stuff. Uh, I feel like that is a lot of the songs on this one. <laughs> uh, Guys, fuck with me when I go. I forget his song. It's been a while since I heard it too. The the other thing is that a yeah. lot of his um like the flow and the kind of rhythm of his verses will mm. are like very similar from track to track. Like he yeah. he only has a couple of tricks that he's that he's pulling out in his uh, rap abilities. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of fusion, you know, and I feel like there was a lot of experimentation that's happening that was pretty cool for a minute, but I think we just all outgrew it. And the only band that did it to, to stand the test of time was like Rage. Rage Against and the Machine, so, yeah. you know, Beastie Boys. And you know, it was other bands yeah. that were doing that stuff, but they just weren't as talented as those guys. And so mm -hmm. that's why they fizzle out. And think it's a Kid Rock. Kid Rock's pretty smart, though, man, because he'll take like once something is kind of fizzing out, then he's like, OK, I'm kind of a Southern rock guy now yeah okay oh, now yeah. i'm kind of more country now now i'm more kind of fuck you trumpy now like he just goes with where that bass goes yeah so, like he follows his fan base into their musical shit and ends up in their truck and then people still fucking go to his concerts the guys still oh, yeah. selling out arenas because of that because he knows yeah, yeah. how to kind of like find his base he's very smart I mean, yeah. this is not the same kind of album like what what some of you guys were, where it's like the downfall. I mean, this was very much responsible. Oh, this is an, up, an upfall. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, this, was, like, this is the best thing he could yeah. have done. Yeah, out of all the albums, it's like probably the best one. <laughs> yeah. So, but you just hate it, and I get it, and I, I, just, I, you know, and he, I don't know, I feel out of love with him. So obviously, he's he talks too much and does too much bullshit. But um, but yeah, I kind of like this album. I'm not gonna lie, but I think I definitely outgrew it. I think yeah. Um, try to listen yeah. to it again. It's it sounds so dated. <laughs> it's just everything about it. Yeah, and like I said, it's great when you're drunk. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a party album, and it, yeah. it encapsulated 1998 yep. pretty perfectly. Yeah, it's you like what that I liked time. about that. Uh, yes, you Jeff. on this one, Anthony. When you talk to people, sometimes those go, "I hate it." Why? Because oh, it sucks. Why? Because it's terrible. Those aren't. I mean, you, you're you're backing up your opinion. And, yeah. and you know, I, I can't argue with you on that. You know, that's your opinion. You know, you know, you're right. You know, in in I mean, I agree more with Dustin than you on this, but <laughs> but, but but you have valid arguments about it. So I respect yeah. what you what you're, you're saying here. I almost hate it even more because there are moments that are good, <laughs> but not real because it's not it's, <laughs> it's, it's not it's, rock. Yeah, there's a it's not it's yeah. not being sincere. You know, it's he's faking it all the way from from the first moment. He's faking all of it. It's it, none of it is is none of it's sincere. So that that's what I hear. But then you know I'm, I'm like you know I'm bobbing my head. It's some of it's catchy. It's it's overproduced. So it, I mean it sounds slick, but I I don't respect it. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's kind of it has a little dice clay to it where it's just yeah. like he's trying to like you know he's trying to be more of what he is you know. It's he even like, references Jerry Lewis at one point, which is a thing that the Beastie Boys did for mm -hmm. like over the course of their entire career. And uh, he, he just really was trying to be every white rap guy rolled into one. Oh, my critics in the methadone clinic. Yeah. 
<laughs> and there were two songs where he was like, drink like a something, drink like a well, curse. Like, uh, it's like, dude, you did this already. You, yeah, that's cool. You're coming back to this three songs ago. Hey, you're, 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 we get cool, it. Anthony. When did you put that in the other song? <laughs> so uh, what about you, Adam? How do you feel about this Kid Rock album? Um, this is one I haven't listened to in probably probably 20 years also. And um, I, I actually really liked this album uh, in college, in college. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We all I had a moment this, where we liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, I remember we used to play this at parties. We had it on the, uh, it was on the Winamp uh, playlist. Oh man. Winamp yeah. with the little image. In the little... With the llama. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I but yeah. That. I, I kind of want to, I, I, <laughs> Going through the track list, I kind of want to listen to it again. I I remember. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's it's horrible now. <laughs> it's it really doesn't hold. You don't up. like the Sheryl yeah. Crow song? Uh, that's not on Which there, one was though. that one? Was it's that not on uh, there? Oh, that's um, another one. Uh, picture. What is it? No. Pictures uh, of you. That's not on there. No, it's not. It's a different. That's later. Oh, it's a different album. Okay. What, was what, it on his album? Or was it on her album? I think it was on his album. Hmm. I th- really I thought the cowboy and that was on this uh, cowboys on there. Cowboys right? on this. Yeah. That's okay. Second, yeah, I think maybe track. it was the next one because the next one had like, or one of them had like Snoop Dogg on it, and there was like all kinds of guests, and it might, I think it might have been on on that one. I forget what the I forget the title was. There was another big one, and they're all just pictures of of his face. Oh, I was hoping you would call me after the uh, Chinese Democracy because if you notice, uh, Kid Rock's got the uh, he's got the braids. In this oh, photo, okay, he's yeah. got the little. <laughs> he's he's also rocking those. Kid, those I'm gonna braids. say this though: Kid Rock's hair game is pretty on point, though. Like he's got nice hair in his yeah. forties. Like he's, yeah, he's he it. held on to his hair. Yeah, it's looks, just not hard. We're looks, all trying to do that. Yeah, <laughs> of everything, his hair is the best part of him, but not not so much the braids, and not when he had the flat top. Do you remember the photos? Of I don't remember the flat top. top yeah. <laughs> flat top. Uh, I'm not. I'm not early. I'm not early. Uh, Kid Rock, but uh, but no, it's it's you know what I liked about Kid Rock was the you know it was the image of because I'm a fusion of things like I'm yeah I'm a little hip hop I'm a little heavy metal I'm a little country I'm a little like I, I'm all those things I encompass that with my dress with my style with the way you know I am with my friends you know it's like it's just you know and so I enjoyed somebody and I like flashy you know I like Elvis yes. and I like Johnny yeah, Cash yeah. and I like you know. <laughs> I like, you know, run DMC and like, I like all the things that kind of he absorbed. So I don't know. I think, I think he got horrible as a human being. And then that affected kind of the music he was doing. You know, why is he horrible as a human being? Because he's pushing on his agenda, you know, of, of just kind of like, you know, basically just kind of motherfucking everybody and just not being sensitive to the needs of the world. And it's like making an, he's going down that Ted Nugent route. And I think it's like, you can, you can be active in your, in your communities and you know, it's the same kind of thing. Like people don't want abortion, but at the same time, nobody's taking care of foster kids. You know, it's like, I I don't know. It's a a sensitivity that I don't like, and you're just pressing it on people. You know, it's you're pressing it, you know, and I don't think rock and roll should be that. I think rock and roll should be about love and, you know, just making it about the music, you know, it's like if your lyrics aren't lifting people, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, that's it. There's no substance, even even, even on this album, which was like a, you probably yeah, there's a reason wanted... the Beatles are the greatest band of all time. The lyrics lifting people like you get, you know, it's like, come on, dude. It's like it's I'm just telling you, it's like now, if you heard his last song, Jeff, like, fuck you. I think it's called fuck you. I think that's the name of the song. 
And he had a couple not, of them. Just yeah, to- it's his video that came out. Like, it's it's just, I don't know. I just think he took a turn. He's trying, just like Anthony said, he's pandering to that. A, lot of, a lot of bands and, and, and artists do that, that panders. I mean, I mean, Kid Rock isn't, you know, he's he he's just like, you know what he is? He's just like a, another guy in music. You know, he's fine. You know, he's, he's you know, he's not... He's, he's right. not top 10, this is he's all not I'm saying. top 20. He's trying to like do the kind of Trump rally-esque kind of music, which is not what he started out doing, you know? And so I'm just saying he's leaning towards that, which I don't know. I think it's a mistake. I think it just it just puts him in a box and he's trying to, I get what he's doing. The same thing he was doing with trying to be a country rock guy or whatever. It's like, he's just, he's pandering to that audience. Like he's just trying to be that guy, you know? I don't know. Yeah. And that's what he did on this album. He yeah. tried everything. Yeah. He had he he made sure he checked all the boxes. He's like, you know, do we have something that sounds like Rage Against the Machine mm-hmm. and and Limp Bizkit? Yeah. Do it's, we have something that sounds kind of like maybe like the Beastie Boys or something that is like a old school hip hop? Uh, there's a country ballad. He uses auto tune, yeah. which is weird because I think at this point only Cher. Uh, had had a hit song with with like that heavy auto tune. Well, also, uh, what's that? T Pain. Yeah, but know, that was later, it, wasn't that? Like in the early, very early two thousands. It was T Pain, right? Yes. Yeah, T Pain. So this was, was like, but she was in the late nineties. Yeah, so so this would have been maybe like the same year or the the year after that share song, but before T Pain and everybody else was doing the uh, I mean, he's not, he, he's, he's not a great singer. I, what I liked about his band was, I thought his the band itself rocked. I thought they can play. Oh, yeah, the musicians. Yeah, I like they, it, They're too. too good. They're too that, that, good. That, that's <laughs> what I like. Past tense. I thought it was great. I grew out just yeah. like I grew out of Twisted Sister. I grew out of Kid Rock. You yeah. know, it's just, it's just not for me anymore. I think it's, you know, it's not that, look, look at his his last video. You'll see what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. He's just just like pushing that, like, fuck you, Democrat. You know, it's it's, it's like, whatever, man. Fauci. Yeah, it's just like, fuck wearing a mask. And, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, man. (laughs) (laughs) Can't you just go down another road and talk about getting pussy? You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden he, he, he's trying to have substance and it's completely the wrong point of view. It's like, you know what I mean? It's just, why, because, you know, I don't know. I just I just don't like it. Maybe, that's just, the left. Fa- Maybe that's just it's his stupid. fan base. It is his fan base and it's dumb. Right, it's so like playing to his it's playing to his fan base. I don't know. I just I, like I said, I grew out of it. Was I, it I respect Bieber it. Fans going to like him. What's who's fans? Was it Justin Bieber fans going to like him. No, no. But, so he play, he play, he's, he's playing to he's playing to who's going to go see him. That's who's going to go see him. Well, but Justin Bieber fans probably and listen to Fleetwood Mac because you know that's who they're exposed to. Yeah. So and, then he's, and he's TikTok. touring this summer with uh, Farna. Dude, I'm not. I'm just saying. I would. Uh, I would see him live if it was somebody else on the bill and you bought me tickets. Wait, but, Dustin, and you, you, you slowed me down and Wait, you drove me to the concert. And you bought me food. And you bought me food. Yeah, we got. Yeah, there's a limo. And, <laughs> if you're and you let me take Anthony. Yes. Okay. If you're in New York. <laughs> yes. Okay. And you're off that night. Would okay. you go see Kid Rock and Farner at PNC? Sure. When if okay. I I'm not doing a gig, I would. That's if right. I'm that's not right. paying that's for right. it, and I don't have to pay, I'd go. I'll see anybody. I don't have to pay for it. I, I heard third generation Hitler band. If they're if somebody's paying for it, I don't care. If you're paying for it, third generation Hitler band, they're great. 
they're a marching band, but they're really hey, good. Hey, there it is. There it is. That's oh, how boy. you close the show. Um, this is such a good segment. We got to do it all the time. I love we this. didn't even talk this, about the ones I we know. Love. That's the best part. That's yeah. the best part. We should do albums week. we hate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Forget we'll love. do that. But uh, the love will be fun too. It probably won't be as fun, but it'll be fun. Um, so yeah, so that's, yeah, we'll just, today we just, we got through hate, you know, sometimes you gotta just talk about the hate <laughs> <laughs> and I'll think of something else to go along with the love. Cause I think those aren't going to be as good because we'll just be like, we love this man. And then, you know, then we run out of shit to say we're, we're better as a whole when we talk shit, um, <laughs> but we'll see, you never know, but we'll do something. Uh, I guess we don't have any memes, do we Adam? Well, no, I, I just, uh, I just saw this shirt that they sell. Uh, it says, uh, Kid Rock is the Fred Durst of Ted Nugent's. Nice. <laughs> exactly. So true. Yeah. It's like, you know. So, um, actually, Kid Rock's here tonight. Let me uh, zoom him on. Um, he's, trying to, he's trying to get into the, the, the Zoom right now. <laughs> Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> you weak lefties. All right. All right. That's our show, everybody. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Uh, please like our YouTube page so we can get our numbers up and uh, share the share the share the love. Let us let other people know about us. Dustin's vinyl. This is a good time. Adam Holtz, Jeffrey Paul, and on the axe, uh, Mr. Anthony. Play a little music at the end, Anthony. Yeah, okay, I got I got, I got well, a show. Anthony, you guys can't rock, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to. Play, I, I don't know how to play any of his songs. That's all right. That's probably a good playing. thing. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye, Vinyl. Rock and roll. Comedy Hub. Yeah. <laughs> that was great, guys. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.